Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, Vikings. Let's win this game. We got the tweet out. That's a good thing. Needed to do that. What, who we're waiting on, Jason and Matt, are going to be here today. Supposed to be here. So, this is the first game that we've scored over 30 points. I think that's fantastic. I wanted the offense to do that. I wish the defense didn't give up as much as they did, but we've scored over 30. Also, the first game we've scored touchdowns in the third quarter this season. How about that? Absolutely great. Moving in the right direction. I do not like some of the injuries we have had today. We're going to find out later if any of them are real serious. I put Dalvin Tomlinson on the show art, and that may have been a mess up. I am going to switch screens real quick. Here we go, because I want to bring in the man, the myth, the legend. Oh, wrong screen. Number two. Boom. Two. Why isn't that coming up? Let's go here. I don't know, David. There we go. Jason, how you doing, buddy? Long time no see. Doing all right. Uh, We'll be doing a lot better when the clock hits triple zeros and the Vikings pull this out, but uh, oh, yes. right now doing okay. Doing good, okay. Good, 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 good. Defense is holding up. I'm tracking behind. Matt, since you're on, you're watching live. You're I not am. me where I'm, you know, a player two behind on Sunday ticket. So. Uh, Chandon Sullivan actually made a good play. So maybe not a good play, but he was just, you know, made some, some contact with the receiver to. <laughs> Help break it up. It was in the area. <laughs> yeah. We'll take hey, it. I'll take it. Yeah. Anyway, we can are, get you, it. are you live, Jason? Um, like it's a stream, so okay. I'm always a couple seconds behind. Do you care about spoilers? But I'm what I don't know. No, 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 no. Okay. Go ahead, spoil okay. away. All right, it's fourth and four. Murray, middle. <laughs> he didn't get it. He didn't get it. Uh Aaron or Jordan Hicks held him right short of the, the first down, so the Vikings should get this back with 239 left to go. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I got to see. Are we up on? Yes, we are up on Facebook. Teresa's with us on Facebook. Joining us from San Diego. Oh, that is so close. What? But just like the spot. The spot is very close. I don't think he got it, but it's... It's close. Come on. You can give it a play-by-play. We're sitting here. There's nothing going on. They're just celebrating. Ah, yeah, short. you would get that. That's short. Michael, That's short. you got that right. It has been a heart attack game. I put out a tweet earlier. This is driving fans to their cardiologists. This is crazy. Daniel, I mean, it, who? 
it, the craziest thing about this is with 239 and a timeout and the two minute warning, like this isn't over. Like we've seen this offense like stall out so many times today. Yeah. Um, now it's a, a flag here. So it's holding Alvin Cook on a run. So it's going to be first and 20. Clock stops. So now it's 233. <laughs> damn. Damn, damn, damn. What has he got so far today? Cook, I think he, he's over 100. I oh, I know. Totally, he's been over 100. Yeah, he's 109 rushing yards and 25 receptions. So good game for him. Good game for the run game, or good day for the run game across the board. Oh, I was holding on defense. My bad. Ooh, that's even better. So it's second and eight here. They're close to midfield. They're going to hand off. Dalvin Cook maybe got to the line of scrimmage. So, okay. Timeout, Arizona, 225. Okay, good. We'll run the roll in at two minute mark and we'll go from there. Buddha Baker is a full grown man. <laughs> I feel like he is everywhere this game. Jesus. <laughs> Well, Buda Baker's always been good. Yeah. He has always been good. Now they just we'll showed O'Connell. It. I love this play calling today. We'll get to it probably in this show, but I don't know if there's an emphasis from the defense to just go for the strips on like when when runners have the ball. Uh-huh. But it has led to a lot like I I've watched Kendricks like purposefully just go for a, a ball when he's going in for a tackle. Well, it costs he, us that one touchdown. Yeah, that's wild. All right, third and eight. Cousins drops back and dump off to Dalvin Cook. Breaks attack. No, he doesn't get out of it. Short. Fourth down. Two-minute warning coming up. This game's not over, folks. Uh-uh-uh. But we're up by t- what eight? Dalvin Dalvin looked like he was going to put a little move on this guy, and he just couldn't escape it. <laughs> um, Sean, yes, because I scheduled it at three o'clock, figuring most of our games have always ended at that three hour mark. Um, sometimes five minutes before that, and I got to hit a window. And this one's lasted a lot longer. That's why we have been up a while. However, we haven't officially started because we haven't hit the roll in yet at the two minute point. Ah, four yards short. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Also, if Greg Joseph just makes, you know, any field goal. <laughs> if he game hits is, the game winner, the Cardinals tie it, and he comes down and hits the game winner, that will be. And weren't they hyping his ass up in training camp? Like, oh, yeah, he wasn't this? missing squat in training camp. Training camp, though. Yeah. It means nothing. Mm. Yeah, I uh, sent a message to my partner Darren saying Mike Zimmer is chuckling after that doink off the. I don't think Mike Zimmer is chuckling right now after that Cam Dantzler article came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Cam Dantzler is chuckling too much after that article came out. I feel like Hopkins decided to make him the mark. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Cam got his swagger back, and then Hopkins was like, I'm going to take it from you in this one. Yeah. Well, that's the game. 
Zimmer called him up and said, Hey, why don't you take it away from Dantzler? (laughs) Maybe so. Notice I'm wearing my division championship uh, T-shirt. It's the last time we won one. We should win one this year. That's why I'm wearing it. That seems so long ago. I know. NFL moves so fast. Well, life moves fast. The older older and older you get, the quicker and quicker it goes. I mean, let's hope so, Dave. And in, uh, in what, two weeks we'll be doing this uh, in the same space. Yes. In the same room. Mm-hmm. Are you guys going to do it live together? Is that the Buffalo game? Yeah. 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 Oh, if I wasn't so in Austin, I'd probably be at that game. I'm going to be there. So you won't be up in that area? Because we're going go to uh, we're gonna go to Canada one night for nah, dinner. Yeah. Uh, I can tell my cousins to come look out for you, though. They, they all, many of them live in, live in that area, <laughs> and we'll probably be hopping across to go to that game. I'm excited, man. I took down my dig shrine behind me, but it's oh, uh... it's fine. <laughs> you should. I mean, we love Stefan Diggs, but when it comes to, the I mean, and, game, and we're hoping that Stefan goes absolutely nuclear this evening. I mean, uh-huh. I feel like that's what yes. we all want. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Out at the 11, 12. Oh, so Kyler Murray, minute 52. So we're in the two minutes? We, yeah, you can send it. Sorry. All right. Here we go. We're inside two minutes. Win or lose. Join us on Climbing the Pockets, the final score. Hey, and I'm going to welcome in Jonas here momentarily. He called in from Germany all the way. So we could do that. Zedaria Smith on this on this play, he's just like holding his offensive lineman, just reading and reacting to, to Kyler Murray. It's fantastic. All right, third and four. Third and four. Let's go, Vikings. Zadarius versus their interior offensive line has just been first an absolute yeah. clinic. Yeah. I uh, I was looking at on Twitter today, and I'm excited because Luke said he's going to uh, do a little film review of it because apparently Donatello's just kind of scheming up Zadarius Smith on this offensive line. So be excited to to watch that. Well, that's a beautiful thing. All right. First down. Murray drops back, fires, pass interference, Cam Dancer on Hopkins. So 
The Vikings sideline is calling for uncatchable. I don't think they'll get it, but. Come on, computer. Come on. There we go. We've got Jonas all the way from Germany joining us as well. Jonas, how are things over there? I mean, it's like it's always been at every weekend. It's a close game <laughs> once again. Little shake-up this time because uh, in the past few close games, the Vikings used to trail uh, late in the game. This time they are leading. So let's hope we don't see another lead change late in the game. Caught Zach Ertz first down near midfield. Minute 10 in ticking. But this time... This time I'm a bit behind, which, again, used to be the other way around in the past few post-game. Kyler Murray escapes the pocket, runs to the outside. They got a flag, though. It's on the Cardinals. It's going to be... Dancer was going for the tackle, and I think that they're going to call... I don't know if it's quite a legal block in the back, but... Victor Bacon Huevos Cheese, what a great sign. Oh, that's a blindside block. That's got to be a blindside block. Yep. So that negates that. Oh, come on, defense. Could use another turnover. How much time, Matt? Uh, It's under a minute. Yeah. 49. Thanks, Victor. 49 seconds. I like it. Trying to grow it out a little bit longer. 49 seconds. And our hearts are just... Damn, that was a textbook blindside block. See, I'm watching the referee conference. All right, so first and 19 now. So they're back on their side of the field. After that penalty, Murray, oh, God, Blacklock couldn't quite get him. Big catch, Hopkins, first down. Stayed in bounds, though, so the clock keeps ticking. It's 34 seconds. Mm -hmm. 30 seconds. 28, they spike it. 27 is on the clock. So they're at the, like, the 40, 43 yeah, but the guy scored. It's like the 37, I think. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep, 37. This team makes me drink, folks. This team makes me drink. Ah. Billy, you got big money. Need to Viking. Got big money. Need the Vikings defense. Uh, you better hope and pray, Bubba. And it, what are the timeout situations left? No We're timeouts for the Cardinals, Vikings three for the Vikings. Yeah. Well, they so say, come on, big team. Z'Darrius Smith. Z'Darrius Smith with a huge sack. It's third down, clock's ticking, 16 seconds. That means third of the game. 11 seconds left. Murray's just waiting. He's going to scramble. And... He sacked again. Game. Who sacked? Harrison. All right. With the sack. <laughs> Woohoo! And uh, how much time on the clock? It's done. 
It's and done. Zeros? It's zero. This game is done. Six and done. one. Whoa. That that might be the most hilarious sack that Harrison Phillips has ever had in his life. I Just kind of like rolling it, rolling right into, into him. him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever works. Whatever yeah. works. It's DJ Wanham kind of like forced it, and then he just, yeah. Wow. Outstanding. Let's all go. All right. All right. All okay. right. All right. Vikings 6-1. and one. And looking at the other scores today. And let's see who's up. I've got to expand some screens. Chicago was getting beat. Did they end up losing? No surprise there. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, Detroit. I know that game was – Detroit was ahead early, but Miami came roaring back. <sighs> Got a whole bunch There was of- some, some big receiving performances today. I mean, Tyreek Hill got like uh, 180 yards, I think. Uh, AJ Brown uh, rolled all over the Steelers. Uh, I think he caught like 150 yards and three touchdowns. I... So, mm-hmm. a little bit more offense this week after uh, defenses have been kind of in the advantage uh, this season, but there are a lot of shootouts today. Mm-hmm. As uh, Cliff, or you can see, Atlanta's tied 34-34 with the Panthers. Lene, a W is a W. Yes, ma'am, you are 100% yes, correct. Yes, 100% correct. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Thomas saying, you're right, guards a disaster. It's not going to cost us. Eh, I have personal feelings on that. Let's talk. No. Hey, we have a specific format to this show. After the win, uh, or the loss for that matter, we talk about what are your highlights of the game, what are your lowlights of the game, the speed round, and your questions, and that includes the viewer questions, and we wrap it up with what's ahead. So, Jason, it's been a while. What is your highlight of this game? I mean, I think starting out, the highlight is Dalvin Cook kind of set the tone for things early on. Let's say the rushing game overall, not just Dalvin Cook. Uh, the rushing game really kind of set the tone, uh, kept the team steady throughout the, the course of this game. Um, I think there was a point where, where Dalvin was was averaging Actually, shit, wasn't a point. It was the whole game. Dalvin was averaging over five yards a carry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just seemed like early on in the game when, when things were still a little bit shaky in the passing game, uh, Dalvin was able to just get chunks every time he touched the ball. Uh, so uh, it's not a typical response for me, but I would say the highlight for me this week is the running game. And then I guess, you know, on the running game, we can we can sprinkle a little icing on top. We had Kirk Cousins going out there, breaking the pocket, <laughs> you mean, you mean scampering Kirk down the sideline and, uh, and and getting into the end zone and then looking like he needed all the oxygen in the world. <laughs> yes. And uh, you could see he, he like he got in the, the end zone and didn't even want to celebrate. He was so tired. And you could tell he was never going to do that again, <laughs> ever. 
he could have run for like three other first downs in this game and was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good on that. That was exhausting. But generally speaking, I'll say the running game is, uh, is my highlight today. Well, Dalvin had 111 on the ground. He had another 25 or another 30 in the air for 141 yards total. He had a great game. Maddie, Alexander Madison also added another 40. Both of them had touchdowns today. The running game seemed to be cooking along with Mr. Legs, Kirk Cousins, who got his running touchdown, and he had four carries for 22 yards, doing his own impression of Kyler Murray. Yeah. Matt, what was your highlight of the game? I mean, for me, it's got to be Zadarius Smith, right? Um Seven tackles, three sacks on the day, just a force, uh, like all afternoon. And there was a there was a moment where he got hurt, and I think a lot of fans were like, "Oh no, uh, uh-huh. we we don't need this right now." And <laughs> just brushed it off, came right back out, and still was dominant even through the end. There, I mean, we called it out on that last drive, a, a big uh, pass deflection. Um, yeah, he he has been everything we could have imagined and more through you know the better part of this season it's 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 truly been fantastic to watch so yes. that that's that's my highlight for today oh, without a doubt i want to welcome everybody that's joining the show today I, we really appreciate it it's wolf, wolf, bleh, fun to uh enjoy a win after games like this because Everybody's chest is a little sore, and you sit there. Oh. But it's great to celebrate a win. The Vikings are six and one, heading forward next week at Washington Commanders, which will be favored in that game as well. So it should be interesting. But first, Jonas, since you were on last week, you run last. What is your highlight of the game? I think I would extend this past Darius Smith and just name the whole defense front because I think they played a very good game today. It's, of course, uh, Darius Smith uh, was the centerpiece today, especially uh, because of the way they moved him around. He's just a weapon, especially on those uh, third and longs. But also, I think they did a very good job to contain Kyler Murray, uh, especially because this defense struggled with containing running quarterbacks this year. And I think uh, they uh, did it very well to stay in their lines, don't open up huge gaps where he could escape. Yes, he got out there a few times, but you're not going to uh, stop that from happening entirely. But overall, I think they did a very good job to just collapse the the pocket into his lap and stay very disciplined on the edges and also against the running game. There was nothing going on uh, going on uh, on the outside. They had the edge on both sides of the ball, actually. Uh, they set the edge very well, and uh, I think that was a big factor today, and the running game didn't do anything for the, for the Cardinals. They had a lot of... Uh, early down runs which went in the wrong direction so 
really the defense front, I think, had its best game today, especially because, yes, the offensive line was banked up again, uh, was also banked up, but it still was a better line than the Dolphins and the Vikings uh, just dominated them all game. Well, they, they held them to 78 yards rushing. 38 of that was Kyler Murray, so that's not a bad deal. Yeah, got that right. Now, I'm going to lead off with uh, what is the disappointing your low light. Mine goes doink off the left upright and uh, doesn't make that extra point. <laughs> Come on, yeah, Greg I mean- Joseph, you were money. When it came to off-season, pre-season, the whole works, but now you're sitting there, you're missing. I can understand, sort of understand the 56-yarder getting blocked, but, it's, you know, that not being you, but Blocked, damn, you kick it right into on. his face mask. <laughs> <laughs> Make some kicks, brother. Make some kicks. Yeah. Oh, low light for you, Matt. Well, I was going to say uh, – yeah, Greg Joseph is the easy one, but I think Ed Ingram is is probably worse than than Greg Joseph today. Like we here we are thinking that we we had solved this this issue, and he just looks lost through through seven games. Um, he's just allowing a lot of pressures. He is really struggling to pick up stunts, and it's it's. I mean, and I don't know what else they can do, right? You just ride it out with them throughout well, the rest of the it season. Seems- to me, like it's getting worse. It's you know he started out yeah. decent and then he's going down. And yeah, that's what I worry about when it comes to him. Now, morning, yeah, sure. wondering if he's picking up bad habits and that's not good. Yeah, I want all like my big school. old round bellies on the old line to succeed. <laughs> usually, you'd like to see some some learning, right? Like mm-hmm. when O'Neill or or Darisaw, when they were rookies and they started out, they made mistakes and that's fine, um, but you never really saw them make repeat mistakes. We're seeing that a lot with Ingram. Uh, yeah. So, so that would be my low light for, for today. Now we did face probably more pressures or more blitzes today than yeah. at any other time, but you've got to be able to pick those up. Jonas, what was your low light of the game? Yeah, well, I was also thinking to uh, say at Ingram, because I think, at one point, you really have to think about benching him, him especially because they still have Chris Reed sitting there on the bench right now and not even suiting up because he was, I think, inactive for every yeah. game so far. And inactive today, he's, proven, he's proven to be a solid veteran guard. And I think at some point you have to think about this, especially if you... Uh, actually think about going for it all this year because in the playoffs you can't have stuff like that you can't have a weak link like like that on the offensive line and if Ed Ingram can pick it up in pass protection you have to think about this and because you have a solid veteran guard sitting around there and if you have a guy struggling like that and it's not getting better there's really no point in letting that veteran ride the bench uh, over and over again. Right, and uh, we're and, seeing in the comments, Bradbury got that penalty, speaking of you know working with Ingram and needing somebody better, but Bradbury getting that penalty was 
sort of a shocker by all of us. And we wonder what he said if somebody insulted his mother or something that caused that. We don't know. We may find out later this week. I doubt it, but who knows. Jason, what was your low light of the game? I mean, it's tough to to, to pick on him, especially after, <clears throat> excuse me, he was highlighted with that article this week. But uh, but Cameron Dantzler, there was a point in time there where he was just a mark. Uh, Hopkins was showing him absolute disrespect, and they were just picking on him time after time after time after time. And he just was not up to the task. Um, and Hopkins is the type of receiver that you'd kind of hope that Dantzler could do all right with. Like mm-hmm. Hopkins isn't going to kill you with this like speed. And, and, you know, that's been a, that's just kind of a knock on Dantzler. Um, but he just was getting eaten up out there at the end of the day. It didn't really come back to, to bite anyone unless you were playing against Hopkins in fantasy. Um, but yeah, that, that was, was, was not a great performance. Um, Hopkins but generally speaking as, uh, as, soft as our as our secondary can be i feel like i feel like they were able to you know be opportunistic when they needed to and at the end of the day you know they were able to do some things to help us out so like uh yeah you take the good you take the bad dancer wasn't great but you know you had bynum you had uh smith coming through with some interceptions you Mm -hmm. had pat pete getting his hands on a quite a few footballs today uh giving up some penalties himself but overall i would say the secondary was in a good spot Oh, good. Yeah. I, overall, I mean, they came up, they had the turnovers. The turnovers were key in this game. They helped generate them. That's, you know, as long as they keep doing that, they're going to keep the team in a good position. And speaking of those turnovers, that two of them that we went down and turned into seven points or 13 points. Yeah, to throw another shot in there. I know Greg Joseph, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, it's frustrating. Um, it, is, it is. It is. Now, <laughs> that leads us to speed round and questions. Folks that are viewing, do you have any questions that you want to see answered? And, Jonas, have you got any questions for this game? This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are... It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. My biggest question kind of uh, gets back to the low light of Jason because uh, I was wondering why, why Densler played off like 10 yards so often today because you, you just said it. The, uh, this is the type of receiver uh, 
Denzler usually does good against because he can get physical and mm -hmm. they didn't allow him to do that. Uh, and I'm, I'm kind of curious why, because Hopkins isn't the guy who's going to kill you with, with speed. So get Denzler up uh, on the line of scrimmage and let him be physical and then maybe put a safety above him. But uh, just playing him off 10 yards, I don't get it. And that's I feel like I feel like Roger nailed it in the comments, though. I think that's going to be something that frustrates us for the entirety of this season is yeah. the shell defense that we run. I think everyone, especially after all the years of Zimmer, I think we're just going to have to be just get used to the fact that in every post game we're going to be annoyed that the team that we were playing against racked up a lot more yards than we thought they were supposed to be able to. That we didn't take advantage yeah. of matchups in the secondary that we thought we had in our favor. And that we like do this bend, don't break, hope we can hold them to field goals and get some turnovers thing all season long. And, and I think that honestly, it's probably a smart strategy because like we don't really have the horses back there to lock people all the way down. So yeah, we're just gonna go bend, don't break, I think, all year long and and hope that luck keeps bouncing our way, I guess, because uh yeah, it is frustrating. This is a matchup that you would love to see Dancer get in there and mix it up and He just wasn't given that opportunity, and it feels like our guys very rarely are. Well, Freddie's alluding to, are we going to pick up a guard? Are we going to sign Brandon Cooks? Tuesday is the trade deadline, and we'll see what Kwesi's going to do. Uh, we won't know. Uh, climbing the pocket will be here to cover it. I guarantee it. Well, we can do some emergency broadcasts if we have to. If something pops up, don't get your hopes up, folks. You know, in the last... Bunch of years, it's rare that we made any trades. Now, this is Quasi Adolfo Mensa, so he's not afraid of trading. I don't know and what's going to happen. I just want to tell Ryan, say to Ryan, Ryan is correct. Like, it's one of those things, like, where, you know, we keep winning games. And so, you know, it seems that something is going the way we wanted to. The soft coverage, like, as much as it's frustrating to watch guys just kind of get picked on the way they are, like, we're winning games doing it. So, you know, I, I feel like it's one of those, if it ain't broke, don't fix it sort of things. We're going to ride this thing out until we have to do something different. Um, yeah. And it, it, it's all working and it still doesn't feel like the Vikings have played their best game, which is also a nice thing to think about when you see where we are, you see our standings in the playoff picture at this point in the season. And it still doesn't look like the Vikings have played their best game. There's still a lot of room for us to improve, which is awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> it and is you, really awesome to see. And you saw some of that, especially in the third quarter, when they were taking advantage off turnovers and just in the third quarter alone, you saw the offense start to click and drive and drive and drive. Ed McFadden calls they got Jeff they got, calls they got defense Jefferson involved. Elbow defense, yeah. bend but not break. <clears throat> yeah, they got Jefferson back involved, and uh, it seemed like everything kind of opened back up. Matt, have you got anything that you're questioning about this team right now or about the season so far? Um, I I guess my attention just shifts to to Tuesday and whether or not they feel like they need to make a move because when you think about we we're six and one and we we clearly have not played our best football. So I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of wondering if they're going to just stand pat and, and not really make a move. I think they kind of trust their guys, um, maybe to a fault. Uh, if Thielen would have gone down today and been like ruled out long-term injury, they definitely would have, would have made a move, I think. But, 
I don't know. I, I don't have many questions. I, I, I feel good about this group. I, I, I tweeted something out right when the game ended, but like, this is a team that, that picks each other up when, when things go wrong. So the offense sputters doesn't do well. The defense picks them up. The defense sputters. The offense responds nice, long touchdown drives. And when both shit the bed, special teams comes out of nowhere, forces a fumble, and gets you the ball. Like, this team is playing for each other. Uh, and I, I, I don't know. I, I have a hard time calling. Like, w- w- when the season started, we said, and, and Jason alluded to it too, Ben don't break. I don't know if that's really this team. I think, I think they they want these types of game. I don't think they're bending. I think I think that they're okay with how the games are kind of unfolding for them. I think they just would wish that they could execute a little bit, you know, oh. better on offense throughout the game. But man, I don't know this. I think there's reason to be excited about this team. I we can one hundred percent in Ed Ingram, but I I'm I'm happy right now. I. Well, a question that I, mean, I before had, the- a question I had answered before this game that I asked this week is are the are they going to be able to score more than thirty points? And yes, they have scored more than thirty points. Yeah. This is how we said we wanted them. That we, this is how before the season started, we predicted that they were going to win games, right? Like none of us thought the defense was going to be good before the season started. We thought that they were the offense was going to have to carry things. We thought the offense was going to have to score points. And even though it doesn't always look the way that we expect it to, like they aren't the Bills, they're not the Chiefs when they're clicking, but the points are ending up on the board. So at the end of the day, like we'll take it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we're an opportunistic, yeah, like we're an opportunistic team and we're capitalizing on those opportunities when we get them. Yeah. Great comment. Definitely opportunistic and keeps winning. Can't beat that with a stick. Uh, Freddie asked, how many points are the Packers going to lose by tonight? A lot. <laughs> Any idea, Jonas? You put out a big grin over that one. I mean, it's kind of the type of game that the Packers normally do well in, but this isn't the same Packers team we used to know. And I just don't see them matching up that well today because uh, their defense hasn't played, uh, uh, wasn't playing like they uh, were expected to before the season started because like everybody thought that the Packers would have like at least the best pass defense in the league. And it's not been close to that. Mm. And uh, on the other side, the Bills have a very good defense and the Packers just don't have the kind of playmakers to beat that. And I just I just don't see a way the Packers can keep up with that. So I would expect them to put up some fight, but I still think they're going to lose by more than one, than one score. I agree. I agree. It should be interesting to see how that goes tonight. We'll all be watching because we know who we want to win. And who is that, Matt? Oh, I want Stephon Diggs to win. I don't give a shit about the Bills. <laughs> you want <laughs> Stephon Diggs to go off for like five TDs. I mean, I'll take it. I have him on every fantasy team, so yes, please. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's fantastic. Also, it would, 
Wouldn't it be kind of a nice uh, callback if Stefan Dix uh, catches like uh, a first down, uh, which ices the game and then just throws a little throwback to the one time he waved those uh, those playoff hopes away from the Packers, like was it in 2018 when uh -huh. he did that at US Bank Stadium and he just does it again. Like how funny would that be? That'd be great. Uh, Hunter says, let's get back to the Vikings. We've got coming up this week, Vikings obviously are at home now. They'll prepare to travel to the Washington Commanders and face most likely, who knows, a quarterback. Wish it was uh, what's-his-face, but most likely it's not going Taylor to be. Taylor Heineke. Most likely it's going to be Heineke. Revenge game. Yes. <laughs> we need to put out a, get him drunk and put out a screen door for him to kick. <laughs> Man, that dog kicking uh, celebration of Hunter is going to have such a double meaning if he sacks <laughs> Taylor <laughs> next week. That's funny. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Freddie points out Johnny Munt got his first touchdown today. Way to go, Johnny. Um, Irv Smith Jr., buddy, you need to step up. Uh, hey, it's. We got another victory week. It's fantastic, yeah. everybody. It's time to celebrate. You see nothing but smiles on our faces. We are six and one. And, and have a commanding lead of the division. Yeah. And I think if you I just looked over at ESPN, I think we're sitting in like second place overall in the NFC. Like, yeah. I know like the Vikings fan thing to do is to think about all the ways that it's going to fall apart. But, like, there aren't really a bunch of dominant teams, especially not in the NFC this year. So if, like Flip has said for years and years and years, it wasn't going to be, like, this juggernaut Vikings team that came through and, like, blew everyone's doors off. It was going to be a team that kind of right place, right time. And it feels like this might be one of those seasons for the Vikings where, like, you get to come in in a down NFC, beat up yeah. on – everyone's backup quarterback and backup <laughs> offensive line or third string offensive line. And yeah, we can go on a run with this team and actually like enjoy the wins and stop looking for reasons why like, Oh, well it's going to fall apart then. Well, if it does, you know, fuck it. It does then. But like yeah. right now, but for we're six right and one. now enjoy. We're, <laughs> we're six, six and one. one. Does, does this season, I'm not talking like talent wise, because obviously 2017's defense was, out of this world but does this season feel like very similar vibes to 2017 and the fact that here we I, I just remember in that season when Case Keenum came in we just like kept shocking ourselves week in and week out like how are we winning how are we winning these games with Case Keenum at, at the helm and Kirk Cousins is obviously better than than Case Keenum uh the defense is different from back then but I don't know. I every week we sit here and we're winning, and I'm like, it, to your point, Jason, this it might just be uh, like our year to to, to kind of make a statement. It, it just feels very similar. Um, Think about if Kirk so, gets his accuracy back, because like that is I like know. the one thing you can maybe say. Like his accuracy hasn't looked like it's typically looked throughout his career. Like if Kirk actually starts to play the way that we know Kirk is actually is capable of playing, like 
and we're six and one right now, like mm-hmm. there's still levels to where like the quarterback can go in this mm-hmm. new offense. And that's a very exciting thing to think about. Like there's still a lot more, it feels like in this offense that can be unlocked. And yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's really, really exciting. Yeah. It's uh, Viking fans should celebrate. They should be happy. Victor, I'm wearing this because uh, this is not only going to say 2017, it's soon to say 2022 or a version thereof as we go, hopefully go a lot further. But yes, you're right. This is one of those seasons where we play the schedule that's given to us. We can't change that, right? We may have lucked out a little bit and played backup quarterbacks, but it's the schedule. So we're going to take it. We're going to improve week by week by week. Question I always ask, do you see some improvement? Yes. The answer is yes, we see some improvement in different parts of the game every week. You keep that up, and you go all the way, win the division, hopefully win the NFC, you know, get there, get, you know, you don't never know what's going to happen in the East. Dallas looks good. They got to play Philadelphia twice. Yay. Anything is possible. But as of right now, we got love being six and one in a commanding lead in the NFC North. Mm-hmm. I think that Cowboys game is going to be that big reality check for this right now because if we go to the Bills and uh, we are seven and one and we drop that, okay, fine. It's the it's the Bills. Uh, they are probably the best team in the NFL right now. So if they drop that. I think nobody is going to uh, to write the Vikings off too much as long as they are at least halfway competitive in that game. Like, if they are blow, blown out by 40, of course, people are questioning this team. But uh, I think if they are halfway competitive in that game, nobody is going to write them off. But the Cowboys game is going to be really interesting because right now... Um, they are also playing very well. They are they are probably at least uh, the second or third best team in the NFC, and this is this is where the Vikings have to win in the postseason because uh, I think the Eagles are going to win that division, and the Cowboys are uh, probably getting wild cards. So at least. Uh, in the uh, in the divisional round, they are probably going to face them again, and the Vikings have to show that they are up for the challenge and they are that they are at that same level to actually let people think that the Vikings are a team that not only will win a bunch of games in the regular season, which they will, uh, but also go far in the playoffs and uh, beat some of the better NFC teams. Keep improving throughout the season and then hit your peak and go in the playoffs Mm -hmm. and beat those teams. We got to do that. Hey, folks, we're at that time where we need to wrap it up. Tomorrow night we have Tyler Fornis with The Real Forno Show. And Tyler's been thinking about it. He's sorry he missed last week. 
He is going to get me all his show notes and themes tonight, aren't you, Tyler? And uh, so we can have a show tomorrow. Tuesday, the great and wonderful Flip Muzzy, along with Eric Thompson, should be back with Vikings Hot Takes. Flip right now is flying on a business trip. That's why we have Jonas substituting all the way from Germany. Thank you, Jonas. And Wednesday, what do we have Wednesday, Matt? I haven't even thought about the show Wednesday. I'm just enjoying today, but uh, it'll it'll be the uh, the main three of us. It'll be Ryan, Miles, and myself. Um, maybe maybe a media member. Uh, I'll let you know by Tuesday. Okay, sounds great. And Jason, we need you more on the network. I'll see you in two weeks, bro. That's right. Live. I'll be in Austin with Dave in a couple weeks, but yes, I'll be back. Work has had me on the road quite a bit of late, uh, but this time work takes me to Dave. So we get to have some drinks, watch the game and do a show together. It's going to be great. That's going to be awesome. Jonas, have you got anything coming up this week? Um, I have to see. Um, if I have some time, maybe I will do something. Uh, at least I will be uh, I will be on the German Vikings podcast, of course. Um, and yeah, let's see if I can jump on uh, on here at some point, or maybe we'll see uh, each other again at the uh, post game show next week because uh, I've been on here three straight three straight uh, weeks. weeks. And so it's it's always fun, and the Vikings are on the three game win streak. Uh, That's right. It's all because here. of Jonas. <laughs> yeah, and well, uh, and to the comment that's saying we need defensive help, it's true. But there's I don't think there's a singular defender that you can bring into this team right now that's going to have very much impact between now and the end of the season. Versus like you know potentially bring in another big name wide receiver or something in there that could actually help open the offense up and maybe give them a fighting chance when uh, they go up against some of these other high-flying offenses. So that's, I think, why most of us have been leading towards the the offensive side of the ball is that you're more likely to see uh, an impact from that kind of player where defense is a weak link system, and even if we bring somebody else in, they'll just go pick on one of the other guys. who is guys, yep. <laughs> um, Down for drinks with Jason and me. We will be downtown for the first half of that Buffalo game, so uh, – it's possible. We'll let you know. With that, what do we say, guys? Skull Vikes. Skull. Skull. Skull Vikings. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell, and rate us on your favorite aggregator. And a special shout-out goes to our partners, the Daily Norseman, where the best Vikings content can be found, and to Lake Monster Brewing. Home of the best beer in Minnesota. This has been a Climbing the Pocket and SB Nation's Daily Norseman broadcast. Skull, everybody.